Hey, this is On the Road to the FIFA World Cup, powered by Slapstocks. I'm Andrew, at St. Croix Cards on Instagram. Panini Prism World Cup dropped. We have the 26 men who are going to represent the U.S. men's national team in Qatar. We have to talk about our last group. It's crazy to even say that, that we have come to the last group that we have to talk and discuss. We get to look at Portugal and Ghana and Uruguay and also South Korea. We got some rumblings coming of some injuries uh, that may cause one particular individual to be out of the World Cup. We got to talk about who's hot and who's not, as we are only 11 days away from the FIFA World Cup. And then we'll give you some predictions of where we think or who we think is going to come out of Group H. But we got to get going. Let's gas it up. Let's get going and let's get on the road to the FIFA World Cup because I think we can see it. It's in the distance. I know it's coming, man, 11 days away. It's incredible. Uh, and, and this is what everybody's talking about, right? You know, I'm sure it is all over Instagram at this point, but here is Greg Berhalter's 26 guys who are going to represent the U.S. in Qatar. And I'm really looking for your thoughts. What do you think? Now, I know it's probably going to be a little bit later when you listen to this, so you've had time to digest it. You've had time to read a little bit about it. Uh, or maybe maybe you're just seeing this for the first time, and you're like, huh, interesting. Uh, and maybe those are names that you know. Maybe those are names that you don't know. But I just quickly want to get your thoughts. You know, who's on that list? Who is not on that list? And there are a few names that stand out to me right away. And the first one, defensively, no John Brooks in defense for Greg here at in Qatar. But we do see, you know, Tim Ream make the team. And, and I've always really been impressed with Tim Ream and what he does in the Premier League week in and week out for Fulham. And plus, he plays on the same back four as Anthony Robinson. And I think that's just a great pairing. When you take two guys who are on the same line, who practice together every single week during uh, club season, and then you put them in for country. They know each other. They know what they're looking at. And defense is going to be so, so important uh, for the U.S. men's national team at the World Cup. So I, I really like the inclusion of Tim Ream. Now, does he start? Does he play? Now, we've seen Aaron Long and we've seen uh, Walker Zimmerman in there. I don't I don't know what Greg's going to do in, in the form of who's going to start uh, for the back four. But I do think Tim Ream being there is, is really big for the U.S. men's national team. A couple other interesting things in midfield. Just pointing this out, I, this might have, and maybe this is just me, and maybe I've got this all wrong, but Brendan Aronson being listed as a midfielder intrigues me a little bit. Uh, for the most part, you've always kind of seen him on that winger uh, when the U.S. men's national team is played, and but here he's listed as a midfielder. I'm, I'm interested to see what that does. Maybe that was just a shift to get a few more guys uh, but really, uh, into that, that forward role, but really the forwards is what we were all really wondering about, right? You know, is it going to be... You know, Jordan Pifak, is it going to be Ricardo Pepe? Uh, is it going to be uh, uh, Ferreira? Is it going to be Haji Wright? You know, wow. I, I think that was shocked me the most. I, I've been really impressed watching Haji Wright in Turkey. Uh, he's been on a tier. He's been in great form. He's got nine goals this season in 12 games. 
So really playing at a high level, but it always seemed to be kind of on the outskirts of the U.S. men's national team. And then you also had the recent, you know, past month, Ricardo Pepe has been in form in the Eredivisie. And, and, and so it was a question of, you know, who is Greg going to take? And it, and it looks like he settled on Ferreira and Haji Wright. What will that look like before? I, I would love to know. And, and this is kind of the we're on the road together. Give me your thoughts. You know, leave them in the comments below. You know, do you think that he made the right decision? And if the answer is yes, fantastic. If you don't think he made the right choice, who should be there in Qatar? I, I just, I, you know, for me at, at this point, it's like, okay, you know, I could debate this and we could talk about this for, for hours. And I'm sure pundits and, and the news, uh, you know, the sports news sides are going to pick this up and, and kind of talk about it maybe in detail. But for me now, it's like we got to support these 26 guys. These are the guys that are going to represent the U.S. Men's National Team. We got to get behind them and we got to just, you know, cheer them on and, and hope for the best uh, that we can get some some big wins in in group play and and possibly get out of group play and and do some damage in the knockouts and I think Greg Berhalter said it uh, the best today uh, when it, if you were watching from four to five when they were on ESPN and kind of releasing the the twenty six and he said this is a this is a two part tournament you know this is there's group play and then there's the knockout stage you know there's there's two parts to this and I hope that we get to play and, and get to experience both parts I think that would be a really really uh, exciting for the fan base in the U S but also really exciting for this young, young core group of U.S. men's national team players to get them that experience because, you know, fast forward four years, and you don't always like to fast forward four years, but four years down the road, these guys are going to be very, very uh, experienced U.S. men's national team players and uh, just players in general as they're going to be 24, 25, 26, 27, and kind of in that really that, you know, can we do something? Can we make that really big push? Uh, but that's all coming down the pipe. Uh, but really, the, the story here over the past couple of weeks, every week in we've been kind of outlining injuries. And we've looked at, you know, who is who is not going to be at the World Cup? I saw this and I thought, you know, I just have to throw this in there. Just, be, you know, for me, one of the one of the big bummers, you know, and I don't. Oh, boy. You know, those Donald Duck moments. Right. I'm just not a fan, and I think a lot of people can agree to this, is this this Winter World Cup. You know, and there's nothing we could do about it at this point. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, it's so bad. But I think it's important to recognize just how close it is to club season. You know, any injury, any small knock, anything that is three, four weeks in recovery time, there is no possible way that these players can can get fit in time to, to play in the World Cup. And, and we see what it means to people. We see, you know, some of the images coming out when Brazil announced their team. And, you know, and you've got these guys dancing and jumping for joy. This is what they've worked for for their entire lives. And they get to represent their country you know, one injury can take that all away when you have it so close to club season. I mean, we The Premier League is still running on Sunday. You know, Sunday we have two games on some full and plays Man United on Sunday. And, and within seven days, you know, eight days, we're kicking off. You know, Sunday, Fulham, you got Tim Ream and Anthony Robinson playing, presumably, unless they're, they're not uh, in that game. And within eight days, they're going to be representing their country against Wales and Qatar. That's just too short of a window for me. And, and th those injuries, you know, start piling up. And you can see here on the list, we've talked about a lot of them. You know, Pogba, Wijnaldum, Conte, Timo Werner, you know, all those guys, uh, Jota, uh, you know, Chilwell, Reese James is, is not going to be there. There's a lot of guys who are going to be out. And one that, you know, really, really made me kind of step back and be like, no, 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 no. Uh, he's got to be there. And that's Sadio Mane. 
Sadio Mane went went down yesterday, I believe, and and is looking at having some kind of knee injuries. Now, there's a lot of rumors, and and I get sucked into the rumors too. I mean, heck, I'm I'm an Arsenal fan. You know, we're linked to everybody every transfer window, and I'm 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 all in. I'm like, yeah, we're getting him and him and him. Uh, I gotta I always gotta remind myself, take a step back. You know, wait until the news is out before you you, you know before you lose it before you you start making it. And I even got caught up today. You know, I I. Picked up a news story at ESPN that you know, you know, Camavenga wasn't going to make the French team, and so the first thing I did, I shot that out on my story. You know, oh, Camavenga not going to be there, just to retract it in the end and be like, yeah, you know, you can't, you can't listen, you can't believe everything you see. You got to wait for the official news to come out, and so there's rumors and rumblings that 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 Mane. Uh, might miss the World Cup, and and this is one of the, the just the the good guys in the game. He does so much for his country, uh, and and he play, and he puts in so many good shifts at Liverpool. It was always a nightmare to, to, to play him. You know, now at Bayern, you know, he's doing great things in the Bundesliga. But it would be a real shame for him to not be able to to represent his country at the World Cup. So keep keep an ear open on that one. I will wait for more news, but I know it's a, it's a recent injury and by the time you're you're hearing this you'd be like what are you what are you talking about St. Croix cards? It's it's already done deal. He's either playing or not, but at this point, you know, the the news is not definite, so I'm not going to say he is or he's not. Uh, but we have one group left to talk about and it is a big group. There are a lot of teams here that have relevant players in the hobby personally is what I think. And we're going to be looking at Portugal. We're going to be looking at Ghana, Uruguay, and finally South Korea, but all names that, you know, maybe if you're looking at these flags right now, you can already tell me players that play for each country that you would hope that we talked about. Now we're not going to be able to talk about them all, not going to be able to get there, uh, but we'll try to get some highlights, you know, you know, players that are a little bit younger that, you know, maybe have a little bit more of a hobby upside but we, we I, I love this group. This is going to be an exciting group, some games that we're going to watch in these groups. And the first team that we're going to start off with is Ghana. Ghana is the lowest ranked, uh, FIFA-ranked team in this group. They're 61st. And there's three pretty young guys that I want to talk about uh, for this team. And the first one is Kamaldine Slumani, and he plays for Ren in French league. And, and he hasn't had the greatest start to the year. I think he has one goal in, in 10 games, but his pricing is, is pretty, pretty affordable right now, especially for some extremely lower uh, numbered cards. Now he is in Merlin. Uh, he's one of those Merlin rookie guys. And, and I should preface this before I even uh, continue, but uh, all three of the guys that I'm going to talk about are in Panini World Cup Prism. Now, there aren't any sales as, as of this recording that would, would let me say, okay, this is what his, their cards are doing for Prism. Uh, but he is in Merlin, and, and that early, this is a raw card out of 50, the Gold Refractor, sold for $60 on November 2nd. Now, he also has, you know, you know the other parallels as well. So I, I put up another parallel. This is the one out of 150. Uh, this is that Speckle Refractor. That sold for $12.10 on October 18th. So... We're talking only Merlin here because there's very limited of these cards. And he's a younger guy. I believe he's 20 years old. So a lot of upside there, but he hasn't been producing uh, in a, a position that would cause his cards to go uh, spike crazy prices. But as, as a young uh, player, uh, you can also, uh, for Ghana, you never know what's going to happen in group play. And so he might be just one to keep an eye out for. The other one uh, is Muhammad uh, Kudis, and he plays for Ajax, has actually had a really, really good year 
uh, this year. He's playing really good in the attacking midfield role, and he's in a couple other. He's in a couple products, uh, but his earliest product is going to go all the way back to 2020, to all the way back, uh, back to 2020. 2021 Obsidian, that's where he is going to have his rookie. Uh, and the, the card I picked on the screen is, is one of the most recent sales. Now, it is extremely short printed uh, out of 28. Uh, and that that it sold for $170 on October 10th. But since then, he has been playing pretty, pretty, uh, pretty well. Uh, and he's I think he has four goals in the Champions League and uh, Champions League play or did have it in, in group play. But really just an exciting player to watch. Uh, the other one is his Vaporwave. Uh, that's out of Tops uh, Finest, and that is from 2021, 2022. That's a PSA 10, and that sold for $32, but that would be considered a second-year card. That one sold on October 23rd. Uh, the next one, uh, the, the last one is Felix Afinagayan, and he also is in Merlin. Uh, he was uh, – he is – 19, I believe, and he does not play for Roma anymore, but he was transferred, and I cannot, for the life of me, remember. Uh, starts with a C, but I'm blanking on the name right now. Uh, so if you can help me out, uh, throw it there. But I know he transferred uh, from Roma to Cranese. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, but he is, uh, again, one who is not seeing a whole lot of minutes in Syria. And you can kind of see that his pricing is dictating that a little bit as well. October 25th, his his blue refractor out of 75 uh, sold for $20, and that is raw. And then the other one is the Merlin Green Mojo. That's out of 99 October 30th, that sold for $11.76. So his pricing is a, a little all over the place. Uh, you know, I mean, from 75 to 99, but, it, but if you think that, you know, as, as he matures and as he gets older, that he might be able to, to kind of build into that, that striker role. But, but again, those, the couple of those guys haven't really been producing for club. What can they do for country? Well, we're going to find out here in just a little bit of time. Uh, second team is South Korea. The, they are 28th in the FIFA ranking, so a pretty big difference between Ghana and South Korea. Uh, the first one that I want to talk about is Kang and Lee. Uh, he is playing his club ball at Mallorca in La Liga, and you can go all the way back to 2019, Tops Chrome. This is a, the Sapphire that I put up on the screen, and in he his PSA 10 it went for $25.20. That was October 30th. And that was on a PWCC auction. And then this very short printed, uh, this is the uh, the yellow red out of Mosaic La Liga for 2021-2022. This is out of 25, sold for $24.50. That's a raw copy on October 27th. Uh, but he's going to be in the attacking midfield for South Korea. And and one of those guys that is, you know, 20, early 20s, and a lot of people forget about them because you got that new wave of rookie coming in behind. And so you're really not paying attention to the, the rookies who are, you know, second, third, third year in, in cards, that is. And, and so I think really it's important to kind of, you know, always as we look at the hobby, you know, big picture, don't just get caught up in the, the, the brand new rookie definitely take a look at what other people are doing. Cause as the new stuff comes out, we see that in other sports too. And, and it's one of the things that really surprised me when I got into the hobby was how quickly people moved on from the rookies one year to the new rookies this year. Cause it's always about that shiny new, you know, who's, who's the next, you know, 17, 18, 19 year old, who's going to, you know, just go through the move, you know, you know, take it to who's going to be the next Holland or who's going to be the next Mbappe. And we fail to realize that there are some really, really talented players uh, who are producing well for their clubs uh, that that might get forgotten about 
because everybody's kind of focused in on, on other players. But if you talk South Korea, you got to look at, you know, we got a Hyunmin son injury concern there as well. Right. Uh, it seems from all the things that I'm reading that he is going to be okay and that he's going to play in the world cup, but he had some fractures, uh, fractures in the orbital bone. He just had surgery. So he's going to be recovering. So we might see human son well, with the mask on in the world cup. Uh, but he is, he is going to be the talisman. He is going to be, uh, the driving force for South Korea as they enter into the world cup. And he has got a ton of cards. And, and so I've only put up a couple here that you can take a look at and I'll explain, uh, but uh, he's got some early stuff, you know, even, you know, before, you know, 2017 tops Chrome 2016, this is his uh, top showcase. This is the orange. It's a PSA 10. Uh, it's not, it's not serial numbered, but it sold on September 25th for $204. Uh, that, that is that paper card. And then he also is in 2018 uh, Panini Prism World Cup. This is his red blue wave. This is a PSA 10. It sold October 20th for $107.50. So if you're you're big on Hyunmin Sun, you know there is a lot of options out there. I would say do your research, start looking around uh, before you you click the the buy button. If you if you're looking to to get a couple of his cards, and, if, and maybe it's not you know maybe you're looking for autos too, and there, and there are those that you can find out there as well. He does sign. Uh, he does have signature out there. The two examples that I put out there, one's from 2020, 2021. That's Panini Prism Premier League. It's a base auto sold October 30th for $90.95. That's a raw copy. And then even in 2021, 2022, uh, his speckled uh, his speckled auto out of 150 sold for $135 on October 31st. So, you know, maybe it's, it's, maybe you're looking for the earliest stuff you can find. Maybe you're looking for autos, uh, but they're out there. You can find them. Definitely look around and shop around. And as I talk a lot about these cards too, again, remember, you know, out of, out of 32 teams, we're, we're geared up for the World Cup and we got group play and knockout stage. Out of 32 teams in this tournament, you only have one that wins. So you're going to have some of these guys bow out of the tournament, either in group play or in the knockout stages. And, you know, what does that do to, to the, the prices? You know, we're seeing kind of prices before the World Cup. What does that do after the World Cup? So, it, you know, it's, it's always one of those, you know, what do you do? And we'll talk about that a little bit more with a, with a more prominent player. But, you know, if you're, if you're concerned, you know, or you, or you think that this number might dip a little bit too, you know, it, it's quite possible, you know, as, as you start to look and start to research, uh, but he does have autos. I did want to, you know, cause there are some players who just don't have autos or maybe they're leaf autos, uh, but definitely, you know, do your research and, and make sure you're very well educated uh, as you start to, to make decisions. Uh, we're going to get into Uruguay and, and I'm really excited about this team, maybe not for this world cup, but they're starting to put some pieces together, you know, as, as their young core group of talent kind of pushes through uh, into that 2026 uh, world cup in Mexico, the United States and Canada. Uh, I think they're going to be one to watch if those players continue to progress as, as they get older. But we're talking about a country that has less than 4 million people. I think the, the last census they had them around 3.85. And they are ranked 14th in, in the FIFA rankings. And the players that are, are there are, are pretty common names if you are in and around the hobby. And the first one I want to point, point out is Darwin Nunez. This is the, uh, the Benfica striker that got the massive move uh, to Liverpool and and he's got some cards out there. The big one is that Obsidian card from 2020, 2021. Here is his PSA 10. This is numbered out of 195, sold October 26 for $660. So quite a 
quite a high price tag for that PSA 10 Obsidian rookie. Uh, but there are people who are expecting him to do some great things at Liverpool. He looked great at Benfica and was 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 putting in the goals and, and got that major move. And so it'll be interesting to see. I also threw up uh, on uh, the screen here, and if you're listening on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this, uh, this is the new 2022 National Treasures. Uh, this is his... Uh, uh, treasured moments out of 99. This was one of the earliest sales that I could find in national treasures, but this sold November 1st for $111 and 50 cents. So he's in obsidian. He's in national treasures. He's also in the Panini world cup prism as well. Uh, Freder uh, uh, Federico Valverde. Uh, here's the, the, the kid from Real Madrid. Uh, he's got a couple rookies out there as well, and he is going to be in the midfield of this young Uruguay team. Uh, but his uh, Optic Rookie Purple Mojo PSA 10 sold October 19th for $85, and he also has a 2020-2021 Obsidian. Uh, his rookie, this is uh, this one is Raw, uh, sold uh, out of 195 sold for $43 on October 31st. So you got Nunez, you got Valverde, you got a lot of young uh, talent that, that could make some some splashes here at the World Cup here in just a few days. Uh, but Fer uh, Federico Valverde also has autos, so you can kind of look around for those. The one of the the example I put out there is Top's Finest. This is his neon green wave out of 2020-2021. It's out of 99, sold for $82 on October 25th. So there are there's options out there, whether you're collecting autos now. You know, these are these are going to be sticker autos, uh, but he does have autographs out there. He does play for Real Madrid. Uh, he is is going to be a factor in the World Cup, or I think he's going to be. I personally think he's going to be a factor at the World Cup here this year in this group. And then the last one, uh, Facundo Palistri. I, I hope I'm saying that correctly, but this uh, this is a, a young, young player, a winger who is in uh Manchester United's academy system. Now he was sent out to loan to La Liga last year, and that's where you get uh, his mosaic. Uh, he's in mosaic from 2021, 2022, and that is does have the RC logo attached to it. Uh, the one card that I put up there is that uh, super short print that Peacock uh, sold for $46 on November 1st, but he is in 2021, 2022 Obsidian as well. Uh, this is his uh, auto or his rookie out of 105 sold November 2nd for $15. So, so are some people that are super into, you know, looking for, you know, kind of those next rookies and who's going to kind of pop and who's going to do well, uh, but he is in Manchester United system. He does have cards out there. And so you just kind of need to kind of look around and, and see what you can find. Which brings us to Portugal. Portugal, and we got to talk about Portugal. There's tons of names that you could talk about. And you can dive into them and you can look at a, a ton of different cards. I just want to throw out a few names as, as we go. I don't want to spend a, a ton of time, uh, you know, because we could do the same thing here. We could talk for days. We could break down every player uh, like we did for Brazil. But I, I do just want to give you a few names. Uh, and the first one I want to give you is Nuno Mendes. I really, really like Nuno Mendes uh, and and his move uh, from uh, to PSG. Big, big move. Left back, uh, still only 20 years old. So he is very, very young uh, and is going to represent Portugal. And and one of the things that I I, I thought was uh, was important as I as people started talking a long, long time ago about the Panini World Cup Prism was just, you know, here comes Prism, here comes Prism. And, and as I got to be thinking about it, you know, I thought, you know, it might be really helpful if people had a general knowledge of, of the product. And so one of the things that I did is I kind of broke down 
the base set. And I, and I took a look at every player once it, once it came on, on cardboard connector uh, connection, I, I thought, you know what, I'm going to take every player and, and I'm going to, I'm going to break them down. I'm going to give you the age position that they play, where they do their club football. So where are they playing club football? Uh, and, and I, and I wanted people, you know, and, and we, uh, I shared that, uh, shared that with Aaron and, and he, he has that in the daily stuff. So you can, you can pick up a copy of that, you know, free Excel sheet where you can just kind of look and, and kind of get the breakdown of players. But I also took, uh, took them and, and looked at their, you know, are they rookies? You know, is, are they 2021, 2022? And if not, if, you know, is this their first card? And I thought that was important. And I even tiered them a little bit, you know, tiered one, like here are the ones that people are looking for. And, and I struggled with Nuno Mendes, you know, and I had a couple of people reach out and, and say, you know, you put him in tier two, you know, you've kind of put him not even in tier one, he should be in tier one. And for me, it wasn't as, it wasn't skill or ability. It was more of, you know, what is, what is the market going to do for a left back? What is the market going to do for a goalie. And so if they got bumped into tier two, it was nothing against them. I am super, super high on Nuno Mendez, you know, and, and full disclosure, like I have been picking up a few Nuno Mendezes here over the past month because I really like him as a player and what he can do. And I'm excited, not just for this world cup, you know, at 20 years old, I mean, at left back uh, and on PSG, and, you know, he, he can play for the national team and PSG and win trophies, hopefully Champions League trophies for PSG at some point uh, for for years. And so I'm really, really high on Nuno Mendes. Uh, but I, you know, if you if you do have that sheet and you're like, man, why are you putting some of these guys in some of the part of it was, you know, this idea of attackers versus midfielders versus defenders versus goalies. So I just want to throw that out there, you know, because that that was that was approached. Uh, there was a couple people that reached out to me and I said, I get it, you know, and and here is really why. I did that. But Nuno Mendes, uh, Mosaic Road to the World Cup, uh, just recently came out. This is blue, uh, out of 99, $14.05. And then he does have autos as well. Uh, here is his stadium club auto, uh, base auto, sold for $18. And and, and this is also, some other people may be able to help me with this as well. As I was doing my research and kind of diving in, uh, it seems that Nuno Mendes is only signing with tops. And maybe, maybe I'm just overlooking something, but, you know, running through the uh, Panini prism checklist, you know, you'd think Mendez would have an auto in there and he doesn't, I didn't see him in any other Panini products. So I don't know. And, and again, maybe some of you can reach out and help me out. Does he have an exclusive with tops because he, he has his tops autos from that PSG set. He has stadium club autos. He's got, you know, the Pearl autos. He's got a multiple autos, but it all seems to be coming from tops. So if you can help me out, I would appreciate that because I've, I've been kind of looking at that as well in, in where he, you know, exclusively does he only sign for tops, but that's what it seems like for me right now. But Nuno Mendes name to watch does get up and down uh, the left side of, you know, for PSG. And I'm thinking he's going to wreak havoc on that left side as we get into the world cup in Qatar. Uh, Jao Felix is an interesting name to me as well. Uh, you know, he has he has had that huge move to Atletico Madrid, uh, and and it, there seems to be some turmoil there. Is he going to move on? Is he going to move somewhere else? Uh, but that that rookie of 2018 2019 tops Chrome, uh, the, the green refractor out of 99. This is a raw card sold October 30th for 150 dollars. And then the other card that I put up there. Uh, is his 2021-2022 Road to Qatar uh, Kaboom. That is a raw Kaboom that sold for $280 on November 2nd. But but for, for Jao Felix, for Felix, I just 
really want him to do well. I, I, I want him to, to get into a system that is going to highlight his ability. And what people I think are forgetting is that Jao Felix is still only 22 years old. You know, we, some of these guys, we talk about them year in and year out in hobby and we continue to be like, wow, you know, here, here's, you know, he's struggling again, or he's injured or, you know, he's not putting in the goals or, you know, what's happening. Why isn't he playing more? And then you, you step back and look and you go, man, he's 22 years old. There's so much football left to play. And I really am excited to see if he does get a move, where is that move? Where does he go? And is it in a place that is going to highlight what he can do on the pitch. And I don't think that's Atletico Madrid. I don't think it's, you know, for so long it was, you know, that, that pack it in that defensive mentality, uh, you know, don't concede counter you know, I think he needs to be in a, a system that is going to play more of that, you know, free flowing, you know, uh, you know, just, just beautiful football. And I think he would fit in really, really well. Uh, the last one that I want to talk about is Rafael Liao who plays for AC Milan this could be his his World Cup. This this could be a breakout for him, and and I'm excited to see what he is going to do. Uh, is playing extremely 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 well in Syria, and and I'm really really excited for this one as well. Portugal, you know, has some names that I'm just really excited to watch. I can't wait to just get my popcorn ready, sit down, and watch the games. Uh, 2019, 2020. This is his uh, contenders rookie ticket. This is a PSA 10. This is. Just the regular, it's not the team all, but a PSA 10 sold for $300 on November 4th. And then Liao does have autos as well, 21, 21 22, tops finest. Uh, he's got his base auto sold for $30.08 on November 3rd. So he's, again, again a striker that I'm looking for. Big guys uh, that are, are going to make a name. Now, you still have other guys as well, Bruno Fernandez. Uh, you've got, you know, even, even Ronaldo himself. But I'm not going to take a look at Ronaldo cards today. You know, we've talked a little bit, you know, early episodes, Messi, Ronaldo. We looked at a, a couple times, and I even think at one point, uh, you know, Ronaldo was a who's not because he wasn't play, playing. He was on the bench. He wasn't getting goals. And we looked at a couple cards. I just wanted to point out the index today. You know, card ladder, if you love to look at data and charts and graphs like me, card ladder is where it's at. I love this. Here is Ronaldo's index. And you can see over the past year, we've had a steady decline in, in his pricing. He does have 120 cards in the index. If you get a chance, you can go look at every one uh, or individually look at cards. But I think it is so important, you know, to kind of see, you know, why are cards, you know, why is the index going down? And part of that could just be the, the market in general. But it also could have to do, you know, with the turmoil over the summer. Uh, it seemed that the media was driving this, you know, this rhetoric that, he wants out. He wants to leave. He, he is not happy. And then he comes out and says, you know, I'm, I'm here. Uh, you know, I'm ready to play, whether that he's happy or not. Uh, so there, there was some negative media there. And then he gets, you know, into the season and he's not playing. And he's not scoring goals. And, and you kind of see, you know, maybe that has a little bit to do with it as well. But it's going to be really interesting to see what happens to the index during the World Cup and post-World Cup. Now, we can't predict the future. Well, you know, I can't predict the future. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, but if Portugal makes an extremely deep run, what does that do to his card? You know, cards? If Ronaldo were to get a World Cup win, you know, if Portugal was able to win, what would that do to his pricing? Well, you'd put him on all those ball indoors and all those Champions Leagues and add a World Cup to it, as, as well as his, his Euro. And I think that does a lot for his longevity of, you know, his career, you know, his, you know, having that world cup means a lot in, in terms of history. 
Now, Ronaldo is still one of the best players to ever play the game, and it's it's a joy to watch. I, I, I'm just excited to be able to see him in another World Cup, and I don't know if any of you can relate, but some of these guys, I'm just I'm just trying to soak it in. I'm trying to take it in and go, you know what? I'm going to get to tell you know my kids when they get old enough to understand some of these players and who they are, they sit there and be like, you know, I watched – Ronaldo in you know four World Cups it was pretty incredible I I feel very blessed to be able to do that so I'm just excited to be able to watch him but I'm not going to go over pricing but it's just again to, to kind of look and see where his index has been and and where it is going this is the education piece you know and is it something where you want to you know pull the strings right now and say you know what I want to get this card or that card I want to get this auto I want to get his you know his mega cracks rookie I, this is the time for me or it's you know what I'm going to hold off I'm going to see kind of how this whole thing plays out. And then maybe afterwards might be a better time to do that. So I just wanted to throw out the, the Ronaldo piece, but we got to end today on who's hot and who is definitely not. And Christopher Nkunku, I think is someone who is on fire in the Bundesliga, 13 games, 11 goals, champions league, six games, three goals and an assist. The guy is playing extremely well and it'll be really, really interesting to see what he can do at the World Cup. Uh, as as far as his pricing goes, pretty pretty simple. I put up a silver refractor. Uh, P, uh, this is a PSA nine, uh, twenty twenty finest. It sold for fifty five dollars and ninety nine cents on October 29th. and then his uh, his tops chrome from twenty twenty one, I believe is uh, his rookie auto. This is the gold out of 50. October 8th sold for $199.99. I'm going to retract that and say it was out of 60. I apologize for that. But he's a weird one where, you know, you don't see the rookie logos too much. He's got a sticker way back in 2016, I believe, uh, when he was playing for PSG. Uh, And so, uh, you know, it's it's interesting, but he he is firing on all cylinders. He is in form. And then you look at, you know, that French, that French attacking, you know, does he see time? Is he going to get some, some game action here at the World Cup? It'll be interesting. You know, you got still got a Olivier Giroud, go Arsenal. Uh, you got Griezmann, you got Mbappe, you got Benzema. It's a loaded front for France, and it'll be really interesting to see what, what he's able to bring to the table if he does see some time in the World Cup. The who's not uh, – you know, and, and you may disagree with this, but but for me, you know, looking at, you know, we're a day away. November 10th is supposed to be the day that the English uh, drop their 26 uh, that they'll take to Qatar. And who's not for me is Raheem Sterling. You know, Premier League, you know, 12 games this year. He's got three goals and assist. He doesn't have a goal in the Premier League since August 30th. So he's he's in a long drought. Champions League, six games. He's got two goals and assist, which I guess, you know, that's that's okay. But are there better options for England than Raheem Sterling? And maybe he brings something, you know, dynamic to the table that you, you know, you can highlight and outline. But from Liverpool to Man City to now Chelsea, you know, when I lo- when I watch Raheem Sterling play, yes, he does get goals. But I feel like there's a lot of missed chances and missed opportunities. Maybe I'm missing something. But I start to think, you know, is England better off without Raheem Sterling on the team? Now, will Gareth Southgate do that? I don't know. But I think it's important to kind of, you know, you also need to be in form as you as you enter a World Cup. And I, and I don't think Raheem Sterling is in any form uh, right now. And I know 
you know, Chelsea has has been on a little bit of harder times here lately with with a few losses. And and I, I, I don't know if, you know, it's there's not a whole lot of attacking prowess, if you will. And so Raheem Sterling, for me, is who's not this week. And, you know, maybe maybe his World Cup spot is in jeopardy. We'll just have to wait until tomorrow to figure or you'll know by the time this is is recording. And you could be like, man, Sankara cards had it all wrong. I'm not saying he's not going to be on the team. I'm just saying maybe the, the question has to be out there of is there another person who who could be more productive on the team? But cards uh, date back quite a ways. 2015 select. Uh, the, the I have a CSG 95 out of 299. This sold October 30th for $14.40. Now a SGC 10 uh, 2021-2022. This is the optic uh, orange out of 49. Road to Qatar. This SGC 10, which looks fantastic, by the way, the orange on the black background, wow, uh, sold for a whopping $15 on November 6th. So, I mean, from a price point perspective, you can pick up some graded stuff for, for re- relatively you know, cheap, even, even cheaper than the grading itself. But I don't know if Raheem Sterling is, is set to, to have a great World Cup just when the form that he's in. In heck, I don't even know if he's he's going to be on the team. But just a couple of guys of who's not and kind of be watching as as that is happening as well. This is kind of like my Christmas as as we get into like, here's the rosters, here's the rosters, uh, which brings us all the way back to, well, that's all well and good. Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea, who is going through to the knockout stages? Well, I firmly believe Portugal is going to move on out of this group. I think it might be a little tougher than they, you know, than I think it's going to be a tough group. You know, you're going to see some stiff competition anywhere at every, every game, but I think Portugal comes out. I think they win the group and then it becomes who is second in that group. And for me personally, for me as a fan of, of football and a fan of, of cards, it would be really awesome if Uruguay was able to, with Valverde and Nunez, if they could come out of the group, that would be pretty fantastic. Uh, but, you know, so for that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go Portugal and I'm going to go Uruguay. I, I think those are the two teams that are going to come out of Group H and move into the knockout rounds. But we have completed the group kind of breakdown. And I would love to know, you know, as we've broken this down, you know, what did you find helpful? What, it, what, you know, what, what was helpful to you? Uh, was this helpful? I hope it was, you know, part of the, part of this for me in the hobby is, you know, what is helpful to the collector? What is helpful to, uh, you know, the person that is new to soccer? What is helpful to somebody who's been in this for a very long period of time? For me, it's always about, you know, how, how can I help? And, and maybe that's the teacher in me, you know, as, as, you know, Hey, how can I help? How can I, how can I make the, the hobby more enjoyable for you? Uh, how can I make it, you know, fun for, for you and, and, and for me as well, uh, just being able to talk world cup on a weekly basis has been a blast for me. And so I appreciate that immensely. Thank you again for everybody who has reached out. I can't tell you how many people on Instagram have sent me messages and, and just thanking me for, for, for the show, um, asking questions, you know, even, even critiques at times, you know, and I pr- appreciate the critiques as well. Uh, Cause uh, you know, almost all of them have come from a really great place to be like, Hey, maybe, you know, I don't know if you realize this and, and it's educational for me too, when you share things that I didn't know, or maybe uh, wasn't quite right on. So thank you for that. You know, I just really appreciate all of you. And, and I have, 
loved going on the road to the World Cup. This is this is fun and exciting, and and I can't wait to to look at predictions and maybe you know who is going to be you know, the golden boot, who is, who, you know, who's going to be the young player of the tournament. We still got a lot to talk about, you know, as we build into this world cup, but it is only 11 short days away as of this recording. And so I thank you again for listening. If you've listened this long, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you so much, but, but again, I'm Andrew at St. Croix cards. We'll wrap this up for another week and you know what? Make it a great day. And we'll see you all next week.